day of hobbies and fun. You might even learn a new skill. Let's start the day with our 10 a.m. video. Hello everybody, my name is Rob. This is Everyday Heroes, the specific series that covers the educational, informational, but always fun topics. Now today, or right now and later, are both gonna be hobby filled. We're gonna start the day with a little bit of hiking for beginners from our friends over at REI Co-op. And later today, we're gonna to do a special on photography. Um, a little bit of a intro of how-to from a special guest and then discussing you know, the joy of photos as well. So as I mentioned, REI.com is where the information we're getting from today. I love REI. If you guys need camping gear or just anything, it's pretty cool. They got great socks. I love their socks. Hiking for beginners is what their blog is. Um, so as you know from videos in the past, one of my favorite things to do as far as a mental health activity or just a fun activity is to go for a little hike. Um, you may not be close by to a mountain, but most of the time you may only be about 20, 30 minutes away from a good trail. Sometimes you might just wanna uh, walk through the desert sands. We have a bunch of them here. Um, but, <clears throat> excuse me. But if you want to fully hike, they have some things to do before just to get you ready. Now there are three main steps that they say. Number one, finding a hiking partner. Number two, choosing a hike. And number three, gearing up. So finding a hiking partner. Now, here's the deal. And I did this once and I was okay. However, could have been a bad situation. Hiking alone is not necessarily a great idea, especially if you're a beginner. Maybe even if you're advanced as well. Hiking alone can bring on problems if for some reason uh, something happens and you don't have anybody there with you. So first caveat here, if you're gonna hike, whether you've done it many times or your first timer, pick someone to go with. Uh, maybe it's your spouse, family member, um, someone you know who also has a, has a love of hiking, but make sure you go um, with someone because let's say you do get hurt, let's say you do get lost, um, let's say um, you know, you're uh, your, your phone, your, your compass doesn't work, whatever. Having somebody with you to get back is multiplying much better than doing it alone. Now, some out there who are watching that might say, well, I'm advanced, da, da, da. to each their own. If you are an advanced hiker and you hike alone all the time, who am I to do whatever? But honestly, guys, don't hike by yourself. Hike with somebody um, if you are a beginner, maybe bring somebody with you who has been hiking for a little while, or at least somebody who knows the general, um, the area. Um, I did Boy Scouts for a while. I used a lot of my training. I used a lot of my gear that I had, I'm new gear now, but a lot of gear that I had, um, just to make sure that my mindset is correct. And when all this fails, common sense is key. If it doesn't look right, turn around, go the other way. Easy as pie. Now with that, choosing a hiking trail or route. Now most of the time, you can get a guidebook, go on a website, word of mouth. Uh, all that is good. Make sure though, if you are going to do this, the guidebooks and the websites are the best because usually they have the difficulty, the distance, how high up you're going, and 
any specifics um, on the trail, for instance, if it's dog friendly, if you want to bring your dog with you, uh, which is what I did that one time I was hiking alone, which was good, um, but that's for another day. Um, now, if you are looking to do more of a, um, what do you call it, kind of like a day exploration thing, it's not really deep in the mountains, you can pretty much do that many places. Um, Big Bear has lakes you can walk around that are on flat ground and they're two steps away from the city. Um, Malibu um, has a lot of places you can walk and there's usually a town maybe five, ten minutes uh, down the road. Um, so you can do that. And that's probably for the beginner beginner who maybe just wants to get out in nature for a little bit, but not be so far out that you're, you're, you're a little confused. Um, a lot of times there will be a ranger station at the front or some sort of getting in and out. So if you have any questions, the person at the gate or the people in the park will probably, well, not probably, should know any questions you have answered or any answers you have questions for. Um, but, but look through the books on the website. Start out small if it's new. Don't do anything too intense. Sometimes there's a, you know, a loop trail that maybe takes you 20 minutes. There might be ones that take you 10 minutes. It depends on your, 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 of what you can do. So pick a trail that you know you can do. And some of the things they say, hey, how much time do you have? If you have the intent, go for one that might take a few hours. If you're only looking to do something for, let's say, 20, 30 minutes, find one for that time. Your fit, that's going to be very key. If you don't walk a lot, pick something that's maybe flatter land. Don't pick an intense hike up a mountain just because you might not be able to, to, to handle it at the level you're at. Distance, same as the time. How much time do you have to go? Sometimes you can do, depending on your, your pace. For instance, I walk very fast. I can do probably a long, I don't know, 15 minute one in maybe 10 minutes because of my stride. Others might take longer to do. So just look at how far it is and see how comfortable you are. Elevation gain, if you are going to go up a mountain, make sure you don't go up so high that you're not used to or that you're not comfortable with. Go up a little bit. Maybe just find a little rock face that goes up a couple feet so you're not literally up a mountain. Um, you know, you should, you should use your common sense. Time of the year and the weather as well as logistics. When are you going? Where are you, are you um, set in case something happens. Make sure everything makes sense before, excuse me, uh, make sure everything makes sense before, excuse me, make sure everything makes sense before going out there. Now the third one here, now obviously being that they are REI and they are a camping store, they probably have specific things, but they have some uh, essentials that they recommend you having if you're going to go for any sort of hike. They are called the 10 essentials. There you go. So the collection includes navigation. That could be your compass. That could be your phone. Many phones nowadays do have the GPS on it. Sun protection, that's number two. Insulation, if it's gonna get cold, make sure you bundle. Illumination, flashlight, phone light, whatever you got. First aid, obviously. A fire, if for some reason you might be out for a bit, you might wanna have the ability to start a little fire. Repair kit. If something rips, if something, you know, uh, gets destroyed, nutrition and hydration is two separate ones, but I'm putting them together. So um, that's eight and nine. And then emergency shelter on the off chance you need it. Now, this is really the hardcore 
thing. It's good to have. Um, you need it. Like, sort of take a backpack, you can fit it all in. Most of the time, though, you will probably only use two or three of these things, depending on where you're going. However, I like how they're saying keep the first aid, keep the emergency shelter, all that stuff, because you never know. Weather changes, stuff goes crazy, you might need something, even if it's only for, excuse me, five or ten minutes, right? Footwear. Footwear is very specific. Hiking boots versus trail boots versus running shoes versus regular shoes. Those four are very different. You never take your regular shoes hiking. To support the usage, it's not going to work. I learned by example once, my feet were sore for days. Running shoes or trail running shoes. If you decide that you're just going to go flat land and just take a little jaunt around something, running shoes shouldn't be an issue. Just make sure you have the right support because you are on dirt. Now, if you are going to do hiking, you have two choices. You have lightweight, low-cut hiking shoes for trails that are maintained regularly, or if you are going to go rugged and you have to be climbing and there's all the stuff, you want to get hardcore boots. Now, when you go to a camping store, there is a section and it is labeled very well. You have your regular shoes, your running shoes, your lightweight hiking, and your sturdy. If all else fails, ask a representative at the store, or if you're online, check the reviews, Make sure it's the right one. The last thing you want to do is have a pair of shoes break because those are very necessity for you. Same with that. You also want to make sure um, your socks. Now, they're actually saying no cotton. Make sure they're wool or synthetic because they don't break down. And in the chance you need insulation, they're great to insulate your feet to keep your feet nice and toasty. So again, it's, it's pretty, you know, you got you to gotta know what you're doing now. I put the website up. They have, like I said, they have a thing, how to choose your hiking, your trail running, and your socks. What to wear. All right. So the the layers of like your shirt, your thing here. Wool or polyester, base layers are most important to cool in cool to cold temperatures. So basically take your shirt, make sure it's something of a wool or polyester, just to give you that comfort insulation. You could do a puffy vest or a puffy jacket, a lightweight fleece pullover. Sometimes you might even want a hat and gloves. So again, if you are on the East Coast and you're hiking through there, a lot of times you get snow, you get cold weather, you guys probably have a share of pullovers and jackets in your closet already, along with beanies, hats, or gloves. Rainwear. If you're going somewhere that you know is going to be rainy or might get rainy, you want a waterproof jacket, which you can pick up at the store, and rain pants, that is a thing. Um, you don't necessarily need an umbrella because you want a rain jacket that usually has a hood, and that should be fine. If you are concerned, you want to bring one fine, but make sure it's a lightweight enough umbrella because you don't want to be carrying the thing around uh, for hours. I mean, maybe it could be used as like a, you know, a tack thing if something's out there. I don't know. Hiking backpack. Now, there's two different versions. If you're going for the day or for a couple hours, you can use a regular day pack, regular backpack. Um, you want to have, they say 15 to 20 liters in, I'm sorry, okay. capacity of about 15 to 20 liter bottles of water, um, some snacks, and then maybe some change of clothes if you need to put something on or maybe take something off and change. If you're going deeper, um, you obviously want all that stuff. 
but you want a uh, pack with a capacity of 30 liters to hold in your fire kit, your emergency blanket, your first aid, all that stuff. And again, any online store or them, whatever, they will have a slew of selection. Water and food. So depending on who you are and ask your medical professional if you are confused, as a beginner hiker, they say, it can be tough to know how much water to bring or food. A good general recommendation is to eat 200 to 300 calories per hour and water about a half a liter per hour of moderate activity in moderate temperature. These amounts depend heavily on factors such as the intensity, the weather, your age, sweat rate, body type, and more. As you do more hikes, you'll know what you need. Always carry extra though, because you might eat a little bit more and you might need an extra thing. Granola bars, uh, obviously your bottles of water, um, trail mix, um, nothing that melts, no candy, nothing like that. And really that's not good. That's, that's short-term energy. You want something like a granola bar that has long-term energy in it. But again, check out your local stores. They have an entire section on snacks you can bring. If, however, you have to treat your water, meaning if you're out there for a camping trip, you're going to want to have the purification. Now, that one we're going to kind of um, get the. That one is basically you're going to want to go to your local uh, camping store online, get a water water filtration system. They're actually pretty tiny; you can fit them in your bottle, and they'll be able to tell you what filtration you're going to want. Now, additional things. Obviously, for personal health and safety, your first aid kit. Go um, um, get a regular first aid kit. Um, you can get all sorts at your local uh, camping stores, or you can pick it up at a CVS or a Walgreens, Walmart, whatever. Um, they have a whole thing on how to particularly um, use the bathroom. Uh, we're not going to go into the details because it's kind of gross, but check and l learn. Learn how to do that correctly. You're going to want to have sanitizer on hand. You're going to want to have some toilet paper on hand. This is if you're going out for a long, 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 long time. Um, and then just general safety. Like I said at the beginning, check with the guard at the gate. Check with any rangers in the park. See what they recommend doing for that day, and they'll tell you yay or nay to anything that you might have questions to. Now, trail etiquette, hiker versus hiker. Hiker, um, hikers going uphill have the right of way. You may see uphill hikers let others come downhill, but remember that it's the uphill hiker's decision. Hiker versus biker. Mountain bikes are generally expected to yield to hikers. However, because mountain bikers are usually moving faster, it can be easier for hikers to step aside and yield the right of way. Hikers versus horses. This is actually one that I dealt with a lot because I rode and walked with them. Horses get the right of way. Of course, they are the horse. If you're sharing the trail with other equestrians, give them wide berth when you're passing each other and don't make any abrupt moves. It's generally recommended to step off the trail to the downhill side while yielding to a horse. There you go. Leave no trace. This is very important, guys. Very important. I'm an environmentalist here. Do not leave anything that was not there before. Plan ahead and prepare. If you need to have a spare bag in your backpack for garbage, keep it. Travel and camp on a durable surface. 
Dispose of waste properly. Leave what you find. Minimize campfire impact. So if you have to do fire, obviously get rid of it correctly. You remember Smokey the Bear, right? Respect all wildlife. Now, many times, if it's certain season, like for instance, we have mountain lion season, they will say you're not allowed to go out there anyway because they are roaming free. It is their territory. That's where they live. You are impeding. Be considerate of others you see. Similar to that, other hikers, bikers, horses, and of course, wildlife, as we just mentioned. Now, if you're hiking with your dog, first off, number one, very important, make sure it's dog friendly. How many, you know, you're going to hate going out there and driving, you know, 15, 20 miles to somewhere to find out you can't bring your dog because it's not, they're not allowed. So before you go anywhere, check, check the sign. Is it dog friendly? Cool. You're good. Most national parks, well, I'm sorry, most national parks don't allow because they're a national park and they don't want, you know, dog waste and stuff there. However, many a times in small cities, um, you will find many trail, especially up by where I am, where you can bring your dogs with you. Just make sure if you're going to clean up after yourself, clean up after them. Now, this is kind of funny. If you can, no, not all dogs can do this. Sometimes there are doggy vests and backpacks. You can use your dog as you would use a horse or a pack animal, and you could actually attach a small water bottle to their uh, vest. Now, that's only if your dog is used to it. Don't just do that randomly. Your dog is going to probably flip out. Um, but honestly, the dog bowls we have that we use for hiking, they actually clip onto your belt. You can clip them onto your backpack. It, there's, there's no space. So you really, you really need to do that. Stop often for them to have a quick snack and water break. You may not need to eat or drink water all the time. However, your dog does sweat differently and they can't sweat like we do. So if you're going to be out for even 30 minutes, maybe every 10, so three times, stop and give them some water. They may not want to, but you got to make them drink a little, just a little bit, just to get their hydration up, bring some doggy treats, maybe give them a quick snack as well. Lastly, as we mentioned earlier, poop bags by the plenty. Make sure you um, use them um, and take them. Yeah, it might be stinky to have to walk around with the thing, but that's where maybe you get a plastic baggie, a trash bag, you throw them in there with any other waste you don't want. When you come back around to the front, there's usually some garbage cans, pop them in. So what do you guys think? Was this too much of a beginner intro or was this just enough? Really what you guys want to know is go to your local stores, go do your research online. It's very fun and it's very good, but it's very dangerous if not done correctly. But I will stress this a lot. Don't go alone. What could have been, what, what was okay, could have been bad. But luckily I had my Boy Scout smarts to know what to do in the situation. So I would say make sure you go with somebody. Secondarily, make sure you have your food, your water, your sunscreen, all of that protection. If you're going to bring your dog, make sure they are prepared as well. But most importantly, enjoy, have fun, take those pictures. You're going to see when we talk about later that a lot of the times the pictures we enjoy are the ones of the beauty of nature. So, you know, it kind of crosses over. 
Thank you guys so much. We had about four or five people at one point come on. We appreciate that a lot. That is so cool. For those who um, were alive, thank you so much. If you're on replay, if you have to watch a replay, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter, hit that bell, hit that subscribe, and boom, you are done. We will be, uh, you'll be notified. Um, so yes, hiking with an umbrella would be awkward. And maybe you could use it as a walking stick. There you go. Maybe you could. I don't know. All right, you guys. Thank you so much. We have our video at 1230 today. Until then, keep the conversation going. What hobbies do you want us to talk about next time? Because we can do this all over again. Stay curious and stay nerdy.